like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Welcome to an inaugural horror movie podcast. My name's Alex, and I'm joined here today by my twin brother, Eric. We've bonded over horror movies throughout our lives, and we're here today to share that love with all of you. Welcome, Eric. How are you doing today? Oh, thanks, Alex. I am just doing dandy. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, today, we're, I kind of came up with a fun idea for a first podcast, and it's, you know, it's something that we kind of make sense to do since we, you know, we watch horror movies, we often then kind of review it with each other, and we talk about our thoughts. And so today, I thought we could take a look outside, get a bunch of different reviews from horror movies throughout time. You know, there's a lot of recent ones, a lot of older ones, and we're going to play a little bit of a game with that. How does that sound? That sounds great. I mean, when you think about it, picking a horror movie to watch is often a difficult task, and reading reviews and everything like that gets very difficult. So taking a fun twist on that to some movies we've seen, some movies that sound fun, sounds like a fun idea. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that. You know, it's difficult reading reviews to try to get a grasp of a horror movie because, as we'll see today, there's a lot of different opinion <laughs> on some of these movies. You know, if it's a great movie, it might have a terrible review. If it's a terrible movie, it might have a great review. So we're going to, you know, play around with that a little bit, and this is going to be challenging but very doable for you because I, I tried to, you know, go ahead and select movies I'm either sure you've seen or at least know of very well. So I think this will be a competitive quiz, and I think it'll be fun for you. Yes, I'm excited. Okay, so I'll just kind of run through the rules here, or the setup, I guess. There's not really rules, but um, we've got three categories with five movies each. So the first category is going to be five reviews pulled from Rotten Tomatoes, and they're going to be uh, ordered from lowest percent rating to highest. And for Rotten Tomatoes, we have two certified Rotten movies, which means under 50% of critics would recommend it, I believe, or that critics say they liked it, and then three certified fresh. And then for category two, we've got five reviews from Amazon, and that's going to go from one star to two star to three star, all the way to five star for our five movies. So those are five star reviews versus one star reviews by users of Amazon for these movies. Then category three, five, and this is going to be a little less reviewy and more just kind of talking about the movie, but five uh, pulled directly from Reddit, the discussion thread of these movies on Reddit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, if you get if you get it right just from the review, that's going to be worth three points. If you need to get a, the first hint, which will be the year, that is only two points then. And if you need the uh, if you guess wrong once, you get the year. You guess wrong again, then you get a third hint. And for me, that's just going to be a I think a pretty obvious hint. Like it might be the genre or something really specific about the movie to nudge you in the right direction, and that'll okay. be worth one point. And if you still don't get it, no points. All right, I feel pretty confident, all threes. Okay, 45 points he's going for. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start us off with Rotten Tomatoes 5. And that first movie from the Rotten Tomatoes 5, this is going to be the lowest rated that we have. Somehow operates under the assumption that a dumb nursery rhyme, a colorless visual palette punctuated by deep reds and some creaky dolls will frighten anyone over the age of five. Okay, dumb nurse. Oh, okay. This has got to be um, 
there's only so many movies that operate with nursery rhyme type things, and I think this is going to be uh, Dead Silence. That is correct. Dead Silence, 2007. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, One of James Wan's earlier works, and uh, we watched this together not too long ago, about two years ago, and... One one's a little harsh. I mean, it's got some redeeming qualities to it. Yeah, so this was 19%, so certified rotten by quite a bit. You know, horror movies can be a little fickle on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's a clear dislike by the critics. All right, number two. As long as the film refrains from revealing its monster, this film builds up a mood of sinister expectation. Once its bat-winged supernatural thingamajig appears, the beast isn't half as horrifying as you imagined. Okay, so we're we're looking towards vampiric. Um, if it's not revealing it, it's okay, huh? I might. That's a, it's a little broad. I might need that first that year. No, you, you can guess first though, if you want. Okay, you can you can guess for each you know slot. So if you guess first, then you can. Guess okay. Um, can I get? Can you repeat it one more time yeah, for absolutely. me? Absolutely. As long as the film refrains from revealing its monster, this film builds up a food a mood. Sorry, this fi- film builds up a mood of sinister expectation. Once its bat-winged supernatural thingamajig appears, the beast isn't half as horrifying as you imagined. Okay, it's vampiric. It's the monster reveal isn't so bad. Um, the, I don't even know if I have a great guess. You could skip and just ask for the year if you like. Yeah, I don't want to embarrass myself. I'll okay. take a year. Okay, 2001. 2001. See, it's funny because when I read it and know the title, I think it's really obvious. But then when I try to put myself in your shoes, I realize, oh, it actually probably is not so specific. I still don't – this what, doesn't seem right because I think – the only movies I'm picturing are like good vampires, so I guess I'll guess Van Helsing. That is incorrect. All right, yeah. so final clue, and this these are just going to be kind of subjective. My really nudging you in the right direction. Um, it features a customized license plate that the main characters misinterpret when they first read it as as to be the phrase "beating you." Oh, and it's eating you. What? Oh my gosh, what is this movie? Oh, no. oh. You, you kind of know it, right? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is... Oh, come on, Eric. Oh, dead air. I'm trying to think. This is... I, I can so picture this, this moment, too. No strict time limit, but just kind of, you know, if you feel like you're not getting it, you can kind of give up. 2000. The year is is what's throwing me off because 2000 to like 2007 was such a dead time for horror movies. Oh, come on. Had dead silence. 2007. (laughs) I know. Oh, this is going to have to be a rough pass. It is Jeepers Creepers. 2001. I got stuck on vampire. So yeah, that's Dang what, it. So once it's bat-winged supernatural thingamajig, once you, you, you realize the title and hear that, and you're like, oh, it fits really well, but... Jeepers, creepers, where did you get those eyes? Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's 
a strong three to start, but a zero on the follow-up. So we'll, we'll keep going here. All right, number three. Small screen restrictions require the bloodletting to be kept to a minimum, but uh, director Hooper and scripter Paul Monash nevertheless managed to construct a first-rate chiller out of Stephen King's fertile source material. Okay, so Toby Hooper, director, Stephen King's source material, bloodletting to a minimum. I believe that is going to be... Salem's Lot. That is correct. 1979 Salem's Lot. That's also one we've uh, watched together not too long ago. And honestly, we watched Jeepers Creepers together, so we're going through a list of ones we've all seen together. And Dead Silence. (laughs) Uh, There's a theme there. Okay, um, moving forward. That one was rated 85%. Kind of surprising to me. 85% on Rotten Tomatoes was Salem's Lot. I mean, so we both kind of had the opinion that the book was better than the the miniseries but for the time it wasn't bad i agree the only big complaint we had was that they took it to the uh nosferatu dracula instead of like the how the book was written as like a he was like a suave charismatic he was like a, like a more like dracula, a, like a eastern yeah. european yeah handsome also ben mears was like a thousand years old and he was dating this like six 18 year old and it was weird and yeah yeah all right, moving forward. 85% though. Solid, solid, very solid critical response to that. Okay, number four. Over its short, furious course, the picture violates so many strong taboos. Cannibalism, incest, necrophilia. That leaves its audience giddy and hysterical. Oh, giddy and hysterical. Cannibalism, necrophilia. Okay, say it one more time for me. Over its short, furious course, the picture violates so many strong taboos. Cannibalism, incest, necrophilia. That leaves its audience giddy and hysterical. That last part is throwing me so far off. So it's short and it's wild. But it... Okay, this is making me think like it's like a zombie movie. Um, oh, this is, seems so wrong. Uh, I'll say Shaun of the Dead. That is incorrect. I think this first clue is going to give you a big hint. The year is 1968. I can't get over like the incest one, though. 1968. I feel like that's Night of the Living Dead. I'm not going to guess that yet, but say it one more time for me. Over its short, furious course, the picture violates so many strong taboos. Cannibalism. Incest. Necrophilia. That it leaves audiences giddy and hysterical. 1968? Okay. This seems wrong. Night of the Living Dead. That is correct. Night of the Living Dead. Oh! For two points. Incest, huh? Yeah, so when I read it, it made sense to me. And I was thinking maybe they're doing some sort of play on how the brother takes the... After he gets converted and he takes his sister and there's something there, but... I don't know, maybe it's a more stretch than I was kind of realizing. But okay. that was uh, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's a, it really it's, is. It's a nice movie. Yeah. Uh, it holds up. I think it's still watchable. Even, you know, there's not many horror movies that are uh, 50 years old that I'd say are watchable, but I, I think this one for sure is. Well, it's at the standard for, like, deteriorating group dynamics in a lethal situation, which is a one of the biggest 
uh, subgenres of horror at this point. Oh, absolutely. It also modernized what we think of as a zombie. You know, it, it really it really kind of defined a lot of character traits that are going to be copied and rehashed over and over again throughout the genre. Absolutely. Okay, number five. So this is going to be, like I said, the highest reviewed of the bunch. Uh, a deftly invent, sorry, a deftly inventive and psychologically charged horror story that trades on the ways in which the prospect of maternal failure can be just as fearsome a boogeyman as any monster under the bed. Okay. Maternal failure. Your mother goofed. Uh, say it one more time for me. A deftly inventive and psychologically charged horror story that trades on the ways in which the prospect of maternal failure can be just as fearsome uh, a boogeyman as any monster under the bed. Got it. This is, uh, I like that descriptor. I'm pretty sure it is uh, what I consider one of my favorite horror movies of all time, and that is Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. That is incorrect. Ugh, okay, you might get thrown thrown for a loop there. Um, and Dang, I've got a couple more in the back burner, but so I would have liked that description yeah, for that. I, I and I understand where it came from. Uh, but going forward, the year your year hint is 2014. Okay. Um. So one of the ones that was on the back burner. Hmm. Okay, so one of the ones on the back burner was Carrie, which uh, obviously doesn't fit that anymore. One of the other ones on the back burner was Mother, or Mama, which I think that's probably going to be my guess, just because 2014, nothing else was coming to mind, so I will guess Mama. That is incorrect. I will wow. remind you, this is rated higher than the 97% that the Night of the Living Dead re- oh, Shoot. Yeah, Mama wasn't very good. Um, okay. Okay. Give me the give me the last hint, and then maybe if I need the description one more time. Okay, uh, you want the sorry, you want the description first or the hint? Uh, I already put in my guess, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, but do you want the summary or do you just want a hint? Um, well, give me the summary just to see if I can or form a guess. Yeah. A deftly inventive and psychologically charged horror story that trades on the ways in which the prospect of maternal failure can be just as fearsome a boogeyman as any monster under the bed. Okay. You can go ahead with the hint. Okay. Um, I, I didn't really think of these beforehand, so I'm kind of trying to do it on the fly and make it clever. Okay. But um, I'll just say, never before has a woman's depression manifested itself so physically and literally in this into, yeah, I'll just say that might be confusing <laughs> never before has a woman's depression manifested itself so physically and literally as in this film hmm. this is one you're so, gonna hear and be like oh yeah so was it this wasn't this was before 2014 i think a thing that kind of is jumping to mind i'm not guessing it is the conjuring because the mother gets taken over and the house kind of owns the soul of the mother and it's like a constant cycle of mothers Mm -hmm. doing wicked things i i thought that was like 2012 or 2013 it could be 2014 i was kind of thinking 11 almost but so that's my (sighs) hint of saying that's not right (laughs) yeah i did i mean i didn't think that was right any guess then 
Say it. Say everything one more time for me. If I don't have a guess by the end of it, I'll I'll pass. A deftly inventive and psychologically charged horror story that trades on the ways in which the prospect of maternal failure can be just as fearsome a boogeyman as any monster under the bed. I think it's 2014. 2014. Depression Damn. manifesting itself physically. Man, this is something that I feel like I need to have a guess for. I maybe should have done a more obvious hint, but... No, that's... 2014. I'll do one more top hat. No, no, you've, we're, we're playing by the rules no, here. I'm giving you we're one playing. more clue, though. I'm just, I, to be nice. One more clue, top hat. Top hat. Top hat. You're going to be real mad if you don't get this, I think. But if you don't have it, we can move on. We've got 10 Yeah, we'll just, let's just move on. Let's just move on. 2014's The Babadook. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about that movie since I've seen it. Yeah, I was so surprised to see 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It seems... That's a little, little high. It wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, I but enjoyed it, was... it, but I wouldn't have, you know, that's that's got to be one of, I mean, that's one of the best. It's rated higher than Night of the Living Dead. That's that's wild. Yeah, I was going through my mind. The, the time, I, I was trying to wrap my head around what movie was so popular in 2014, and mm-hmm. The Babadook wasn't that popular. It was kind of more of a, a cult, cult yeah, following, I, I suppose. I see that. All right, well, coming out of the first round, you're going to end up with eight out of a possible 15 points. So not, not too right. bad. Over 500. Yeah, you did get two, two full swing and a misses, two zeros. So. <laughs> Oops. We're moving forward. And we're, we're leaving the sphere of critical reviews and entering the sphere of user reviews. Which is the actual <laughs> reviews you want to use in order to form an opinion. And I'm just going to, you know... I think the first five reviews, you can tell they're they're specifically a movie review. They sound like it. I'm going to be reading the next five as written. Uh, grammatical mistakes uh, in, you know, it might be part of it. Weird word choice. So you're going to have to roll with it. This is going to be the Amazon five, starting with our one star review. <laughs> Just purchased from Amazon to watch at home. I thought it would be too scary to watch in theater or at night. Well, unbelievably boring. Not believable at all. Hardly scary. Now I know why half the people that saw this got up and left the theater. Not because they were scared, because they were bored. And angry. They wasted their money. So, so boring. I can't stress this enough. I'm going to go do laundry. Way more interesting than this. LOL. Wow. <laughs> okay. We don't get too specific in that one. Half the... Well, so I guess the only hint, if there is some truth to it, is that half the people left the theater. And I know that's been said about certain movies Mm -hmm. but i think the one it's most been said about is the exorcist which will be my guess incorrect i will say that's a good train of thought that you're on focusing on that aspect of the review the year is 2009 2009 okay we're in that weird purgatory of horror (laughs) movies um Okay, so it's boring, and according to this user, half the people left in 2009. So this would have been about five years after The Ring. No, more than that. The Ring was early 2000s. I think The Ring was um, 2001, maybe. Yeah. Is this still the 3-2-1 based on my guesses? Yes, same, same, same aspect. Okay. 
2009. Half the people left, huh? Hmm. I don't remember that being touted as a thing around that time. It was for one movie, and I remember. I remember. Uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll hold my guess until the last hint. Okay, um, I will give you kind of a two-part hint. In my opinion, redefined the found footage genre, mm. as well as never before has someone standing still been so creepy. Okay, I yeah, I should have thought of this one. Um, we have found footage, and never standing still. Okay, those those two things took me on two different trains of thought. <laughs> okay. Um, the standing still took me to the strangers, but found footage didn't take me to the strangers. Um, standing still, found footage. Oh man. <laughs> two thousand nine, Eric. What are you doing here? You're supposed to like horror movies. I'll also say this in 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 line with that. This was a movie they definitely advertised with the shots of the people in the theater reacting. Okay. They had a lot of that kind of like viral marketing to really bump it up. Two thousand nine. Huh? I should be more obvious with my obvious hints. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is this also was one one of by, oh it was by far one of the biggest. Um, reverse flops. It had an incredibly low budget and made an incredible amount of money. If you can't get it after all of these, you deserve the zero. I do deserve the zero. It's just not coming to me. You want me to just give you? Yeah, the only thing that possibly I can think of is I thought way before 2009. Which is um, what? Blair Witch. It's not Blair Witch, which I think it's maybe it's two thousand or ninety nine or something around. Yeah, there. that's that was my only thing. <sighs> Paranormal Activity. Oh, son of a biscuit eater, man! I am just, I gotta rephrase where my mental state's you're, at. You're, right you're getting now. mic shy. You know all these movies, and you're just not thinking of them. All right, moving forward. This that's is a, a dis- that's a sorry. disappointing one. Yeah, uh, this is a two star review from Amazon. Okay, this starting off. Okay, sorry. Okay, this starting off, this is a Scream wannabe, except there's one problem. Scream did everything this movie tried to do better. I mean, come on. Just because an actress looks okay doesn't make her a good actor that fits the part. I mean, seriously, most of the kids in this movie getting killed are rather on the dumb side, and you don't feel sorry for them in the least. Starts off with a bunch of underage kids getting drunk, and then a killer hunts them down one by one, yada, yada, yada. This is not an original movie. You know every single thing that's going to happen, so nothing at all surprises you. Oh, did I forget to mention the dialogue is pitiful? Yeah, so a scream wannabe slasher. Um, so I, I guess that's at least a hint. It tells me it was made in the last 15 to 20 years, most likely. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Well, I wonder. See, this. I don't think this could be Scary Movie, because Scary Movie was clearly not a scream wannabe it was parodying scream what i wonder was it, to be a scream wannabe you got to be kind of like the thing that made scream so successful is that they had self-aware characters who were like fans of the horror genre 
And so I'm trying to stick to that lane, but there's not too many movies that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of movies like the later description of a killer picking off people, dumb characters one by one who are pretty and not good actors. Yeah, scream wannabe, underage kids getting drunk, killer hunts them down one by one by one. This is one I thought you'd get from the first without getting additional clues. Um, my guess will be Cabin in the Woods. Incorrect. The year is 1997. Oh, geez, Louise. So very close to Scream. Very close yeah. to Scream. You thought I would get it from that description? I did. I did. <laughs> You're overestimating my abilities, <laughs> no, you, apparently. You, you got this, man. You got this. I know you do. Well, that doesn't help me at all. Huh. It actually hurts me, if anything. Um, getting drunk. I'll take the last ten. Okay. Um, when you and your friends accidentally kill somebody, you should probably do a better job covering it up so nobody finds out. That was that was my guess. I should have said it. I know what you did last summer. That is correct. One See, that, I thought that the whole time, but <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird thing to compare it to Scream. Well, I think that's a pretty – it's a pretty common uh, – Pretty commonly, people say, "Oh, well, it's it's like Scream, but not good. Like it's it's the same idea as Scream, but they just didn't do it well." Well, I mean, there's a bunch of movies kind of like that. It's it like that's like really, saying it came out really close to Scream, though. So I think yeah. that it drew a lot of natural comparisons because of how okay. close apart apart they came out. Fair enough. Okay, all right, moving forward. Truly, what is it about abandoned institutions that is so compelling? Is it their size? Is it all the pain and unhappiness that grew like cancer inside their walls? Is it the mystery in their vast space and dark corridors of things we can only speculate that draws us in? This movie totally plays on that premise, and if you identify at all with what I'm saying, this movie's for you. But keep a light on, just in case. Okay. Um, there's a couple, I guess, that jump to mind. Um... One, I want to, I want to make sure I get the number right. Is room, or no, session, session nine is the one that first jumped to mind. Second one is grave encounters, and you know, I think so. I don't like grave encounters too much. So I'm going to go with the movie I like more because I like that description and say Session 9. Wow, very impressive. I was not sure you were going to get there at all <laughs> without the big hint. So that's, yeah, three points. Very solid. Session 9 from 2001. Very, very good. Um, I would say probably low budget. Like it, it's, I don't know, it's no-name actors, but they're also, I think, English, right? Yes. But it's it's very... Uh, very intense. You get a lot of really creepy moments, and yeah, good movie. Yeah, it's a movie that takes advantage of multiple camera angles at the same time. As you can see, there's uh, like a psychological aspect to it that you don't know how 
impactful it is until certain points of the movie and uh they do a really nice job with it yeah recommended so that was three stars on amazon we're jumping into four stars here great classic horror i love the practical effects on uh, sorry i love the practical effects of those days relying on cgi takes the charm out of modern horror that this movie definitely still has okay sorry one more time great classic horror I love the practical effects of those days. Relying on CGI takes the charm out of modern horror that this movie definitely still has. Okay. Um, there's a lot of things that this could be, but since they mentioned CGI, I'm going to go with a movie that is praised for its effects that don't use CGI because it was a pretty hard effect at the time, and it actually turned out to look pretty good. Um, so my guess will be an American Werewolf in London. That is incorrect. Okay. I thought for sure with how you were saying it, you were going to guess <laughs> this correctly. <laughs> um, the year is 1982. Ah, okay. So that should be the thing. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, a movie definitely touted for its very well done practical effects. And yes. also classic horror. I thought that played American Werewolf in Wonder. I kind of understand why you went that way, but yeah. Okay. So coming around strong here, a three and a two followed up. So jumping into our five-star review from Amazon. The film is a true blue throwback slash... Sorry, this film is a true blue throwback slasher film comparable to Deliverance and The Hills Have Eyes. The first film was a great way to start one of my favorite horror franchises. It was the only film in the series to be released theatrically in 2003. Oh, well, there's an extra hint. (laughs) While the (laughs) sequels were only being released direct to video. This film just simply harkens back to the 70s slasher boom where the Hills Have Eyes and Deliverance came to be. But overall, the film is just a throwback to them. The film is just a great horror film for anybody who likes the series. Big fan of Deliverance and (laughs) Hills Have Eyes. Very big fan. (laughs) So an interesting, only one theatrical release starting in 2003 has some sequels. Um... Because initially when you said that, I was thinking kind of Saw, but mm-hmm. Saw obviously had theatrical releases right. for at Almost least two. Th- yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think of a franchise that could have started then and also been a throwback to those 70s slashers. I would focus. Oh, specific- wait. Okay. I think I might have it. I think I might have it. I think this is a movie that we also watched together in college, and I think it is Hatchet. That is incorrect. I like where your head's at, but that is incorrect. Um, so the year already came up, so I'm going to give you a different second hint. And um, I'll say my hint is John Denver's Country Roads. Okay. Not because the song is featured in in the movie, by the way. Um, would this have really started in two thousand three? I guess my second guess—that's kind of like that, but a little different. Also, a movie we've seen together is Wrong Turn. It is Wrong Turn. I was really excited to find a five star review of Wrong Turn <laughs> to include it, and I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, hey, that's fine. I mean, as long as you're not taking yourself too seriously, it's uh, 
it's it's fun. It's catchy, but it's fun. The second is actually just as fun. And I was planning to I watched the first and then watched the second like a day or two later because I was I had so much fun with it. And I wanted to just roll through the whole series. And then number three just completely derailed me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I lost happen. all interest in continuing. Two is still fun though. Yeah, and I don't do you know the premise of the second one? Uh no. I mean I assume it's kind of the same thing. I assume they have the same like enemy or the villain is the it's, tribe it's of people cannibalistic of the family it's they're slightly different it's like a more traditional family it's a it's a uh, what's the word a nuclear family there's a father <laughs> nuclear and family. A twin siblings who are younger but the but the premise is they're filming a survivor-esque reality show in the mm. woods of appalachia and so they have like these cameras on like mounted on their shoulders so you can kind of get the footage from them and they essentially start getting stalked and hunted by these hillbillies. But there's also a, a good amount of um, your 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 final girl, your your final people fighting back, which I think is a lot of fun. So you get a good fight against the baddie. Okay, so C four, and rounding out round two with exactly the same score as round one, another eight points. All right, keeping it consistent. So you're at sixteen of a total possible thirty. So you're over fifty percent so far. Well, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but <laughs> over 50% of the possible points. <laughs> and these are the Reddit five. Um, there isn't a specific order to them. Like, it's not best to worst or worst to best, like the other two categories were. But I will give you the hint. Since they are Reddit reviews, there were more, or Reddit kind of blurbs, there was much more activity for newer movies. So these are all movies um, of this decade, so 2010 to present. Oh, Okay. So all newer movies. Okay. Number one, me during the first 90 minutes. This is a great slow burn. Rosemary's Baby meets the Exorcist kind of movie. Me during the last 30 minutes. Stop the ride. I'm going to die. Rosemary's Baby meets the Exorcist. Okay. And then last 30 minutes. Stop the ride. I'm going to die. Huh. So something that kind of jumps out right away as Rosemary. Well, this is, seems like a good mix. I think, honestly, this might be it. And I won't beat around the bush any further, and I will just say it. I'm going to guess the witch. That is incorrect. Incorrect. Your year, 2018. Oh, okay. See, that's I, I'm not mad about my guess, but that's going to have to be hereditary. Nice, that is correct. So I actually haven't seen The Witch, so I don't know how well it pertains to it. Could be really well, but um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was funny because like it did the first sentence describes the movie kind of well. Rosemary's Rosemary's Baby meets The Exorcist, and then the last twenty thirty minutes of this movie were wild. <laughs> they were pretty intense. So. I liked that. I liked that little blurb. Okay. Cinematography was great. Story was new. And it relied on building tension and atmosphere instead of jump scares. Great horror movie. Also, I have to admit, I was a little creeped out when my cat wouldn't stop following me around the house. Ooh, okay. Throwback, um... And again, all 2010 to present. Hocus Pocus throwback. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, building atmosphere. 
cat, huh? I was going to give you a hint, but I'll go ahead and give you a hint. I wouldn't focus on the cat. I would focus on the action. Okay, say the whole thing one more time. Cinematography was great. Story was new. And it relied on building tension and atmosphere instead of jump scares. Great horror movie. Also, I have to admit, I was a little creeped out when my cat wouldn't stop following me around the house. Hmm. I'll take a hint. Okay, so no guess? No guess. 2014. See, I don't know why how it's going to help me that much, because I already know it's between the last eight years. <laughs> if it's like 2018, it could help you, but yeah. 2014. Um, New story. Cinematography was great. Okay. There's a lot of things that could fit that. Oh, okay. I think I have it. I think it is going to be It Follows. Correct. So two points on that guy. It Follows. Or, yeah, two points. Points. Yep. It Follows. Nice. Another. That's one of my one of my favorites. Probably probably in my top ten. Or close to. Not in my top ten. No, no. I think close. I'd have to really like think about it. But I think it's up there. I really enjoyed it. It would be in my top 30. <laughs> oh, flexing a little bit. <laughs> uh, my list is better than your list, he says. I never said that. You said it. <laughs> you implied it. I inferred. All right. Number three. Is the movie perfect? No. Is the movie groundbreaking? Sorry. Is the movie groundbreaking with its story and technique? Not at all. Did I have fun? Absolutely. The fact that main character became as likable as she did in the last act and her becoming somewhat of a final girl made me yep. very happy and I've got her it. in the end. I could, can stop you there because oh. I feel like I could have written that uh that review honestly i think there's a chance i did write that review <laughs> uh it is well i had a lot more fun with it than that review potentially would say okay. they did uh happy death day nice very clean okay yeah that's that's one i actually watched kind of recently a few months ago i thought yeah i also thought it was very fun goofy but um yeah it was it's, a, it's a fun idea i like when uh when movies play with with play with time and uh, give you some sort of... I like rules, and they had very clear-cut rules. Sometimes, not always, but most of the time. Yeah. Like, occasionally she would show signs of, like, her past, like, deaths or something and when she would wake up, but then all the time she, like, exploded or things, and then she was completely fine. So, like, if she got, like, stabbed or something, her, like, chest would hurt, you know? Like, it was a little inconsistent. But I like... I do. I, I, I liked the established loop, the established kind of routine, and uh, I did enjoy it. Okay. Number four. So you actually, you already are only one point away from getting a new best <laughs> per category. Let's go. All right. Number four. I loved this movie because I went in knowing nothing. Everything was a complete surprise and had me cracking up. Similar ones, although someone more experienced can give you more. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, and Cabin in the Woods. Okay. This feels like this has to be... I just want to make sure the year is right. I think it was 2011. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That was incorrect. It was 2010. Oh, Pistol Pete. Okay. No, but I mean correct. Oh, okay. (laughs) Correct movie, though. Just just messing with you a little bit there. Yeah, so nice. Very solid. That was also one that was a little vague, but if you you get the feel of those two movies, this definitely is in line with that. Yeah, Um, for sure. Also another great one. That's close to being in my... 
well, I was going to say that's probably close to being in my top 10, but I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed It Follows. So I maybe have to rethink my top 10. <laughs> Falcon and Dale, very good, though. It is. It, well, it's, it's one of those ones where sticklers will say, well, it's not really horror, but it fits. It belongs. It definitely belongs. It's, I mean, it's it's not horror in the way scary movies, not horror. If, if something's directly parodying a genre, I think it, it kind of belongs there. It's not like a true you know, straight horror movie, but definitely horror comedy, and I think that's a subgenre of horror. And yeah, by the end, you the the premise it gives you is not how it ends. You eventually get into a horror situation anyway. Yeah. So they still throw comedic elements at you, but you're actually in like a yeah. This guy's trying to you know kill me, and I'm trying to fight back. Spoilers. Absolutely. All right. So very clean round so far. Let's see if you can close it out here with our number five. The irony of fallout bunkers. Should the unthinkable happen in order to survive, you'd have to spend time. Uh, you'd have to spend the rest of the apocalypse locked up with the kind of person that owns a fallout bunker. Oh, uh, this is a great movie. An interesting follow-up to what was also a good movie, and then uh, they've had some wrong steps afterwards. But this was um, John Goodman at his finest in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Nice. Bonus points for the year? Uh, this would have been, I saw it in theaters, and it would have been 2015. 2016. 16. You weren't getting bonus points anyways, though. So. <laughs> I know, it was just for pride. So, very, very clean round. 2-2-3-3-3 two, two, three, three, three in that last Reddit round. Uh, you're just a just an average Redditor. You know your Reddit too well. Don't don't say that. <laughs> don't put you in that group. No. Well, so that that was solid. So 13 total points there out of a max 15. Uh, close it out really well. So you end up with a total score of, let me do some quick math, 29 out of a possible 50. So okay. just, under, just under 60%. That's, that's not yeah, if I can get to that D, I'll, I'll take a D if I can get there. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't make I sense. I also just, just said I'll take a D. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, maybe it doesn't make sense to say now, but anyone listening, you know, add up what you you, you would have gotten if you if you got the movies before Eric did. You know, you get a little more points if you didn't get them, then less points. See what you get. See if you can get better than him. Yeah, hope you had a little bit of fun with this, Eric. Oh, I had a lot of fun. I mean, I did a little bit worse than I would have hoped, but uh, at the end of the day, we're just talking about horror movies, and that makes both of us winners. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And this, it's kind of a funny format because for me, knowing the movie, a lot of times something that seems obvious is completely, uh, you know, vague to someone who doesn't know the movie. Like having extra information makes something seem one way, and you know, it could be completely different for you. So it's interesting to get that dynamic too. Oh, absolutely, and especially like when you're running through one by one by one, I have to like really focus on the review you're giving me right now because I've still got like aspects of the last one in my mind, and like all of the things I'm thinking about, like I'm jumping from genre to genre, so I've got this list of like five to ten movies in my head from the previous question, so I've got to completely leave that and then jump to the next one, but it was fun. This was a good idea and um, well executed, if I do say so myself. Yeah, I think so. And I, you're just going to throw something at you. Do you want to just go ahead and end with an actual review of our own? Because we just watched a movie together yesterday, and I think we could maybe just do a quick review a la the reviews we just kind of got. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, and so that movie was 2018's The Oath. Um, an interesting take on kind of the political climate in the United States of hyper-patriotism. Uh, it was 
the lead actor was also the director. I'm blanking on his name off the top of my head. Uh, Eric, you want to do a quick rundown of the of the plot or just kind of the general idea? Sure. Basically, it's an extended family getting together for a Thanksgiving holiday. And it's clear from the get-go that everybody, for the most part, wants to keep politics out of it because they know it's going to break down the holiday and kind of ruin it for everybody. Half of the family is... Um, very conservative and half of it is very liberal and so anytime that comes to a head it just breaks down those familial relationships and causes strife uh, and so they try to avoid it the best and unfortunately there is a scene so basically the it's America but they've added a an oath that people are requested to sign that pledges allegiance to the country as well as the president and uh, the conservative versus liberal side argue on whether or not they should sign it. It seems like most of the country or lots of the country has signed it, and that is a cause for strain. And we meet our, our climax when two investigators arrive and want to question the uh, liberal homeowners about their desire to prevent people from signing the oath or why they haven't signed the oath and then things break down from there yeah that's a pretty good idea of the general synopsis and this is for sure a i mean a horror thriller but also a comedy um there's a good amount of comedic elements thrown in and i think for me i'll get into kind of the review side i think that the lines between horror and comedy were strangely defined there would be kind of a long stretch where you forget that it's even a comedy like there's some really intense scenes that they take really seriously and you're, it seems like you're in just a traditional thriller but then for the next 10 minutes it's just like complete slapstick comedy almost so for me it was a bit a bit strange to kind of keep going back and forth instead of a movie that blends them together throughout like uh i was kind of thinking of a movie that uh like um you're next that is for sure a horror movie, but it has comedic elements and they kind of have them just sparsely um, kind of throughout the movie. Like, you know, you have a lot of comedic relief from the son uh, who's perpetrating the act. I think I'm blanking on his name. He has dark hair, but uh, yeah. So w for me, I was just kind of a bit jarred almost at times with how you'd get a lot of thriller and then a lot of comedy, but not together. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the, the you compared it to your next imagine your next but the dialogue was like 10 times funnier <laughs> or intentionally yeah. funnier more intentionally comedic funnier sure. yeah um but yeah it was it was a fun movie i recommend it it's it's always nice to see a movie that breaks down political barriers and kind of makes fun of both sides a little bit and i feel like this movie did that a decent amount so yeah, yeah I, I think the the main character was i think definitely liberal like i think in real life he most likely was liberal but he played that character as a very extreme liberal to uh, i think a comedic level and i think he was purposely doing that it was a bit on the nose and i thought that played well yeah for sure uh scoring it i guess if we're going to our one through five stars um i would give it if we can't use decimals i think no, i would give it decimals. oh okay uh, i'll give it a no, I don't need decimals. I give it a 4.0. Okay. Um, I, I would like decimals because I'm going to give it slightly more than a 3. I'm going to go about 3.3. 3. 
yeah. Not quite a four star for me, but I think a little better than a three. All right, well, Alex, this was fun, and uh, hopefully we can do this again in the future. Yeah, I'd love to. You know, even if it's just for more traditional uh, analysis or review of a movie or different games like this, uh, you know, just enjoy talking about horror movies and sharing that interest and that, uh, you know, bonding we've had with it for years with the other people who want to listen. Absolutely. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and I hope you guys check us out later. Be safe.